It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. How are you doing? How are you doing? Thank you so much for turning on this podcast. And obviously, I know that you are sharing and subscribing and rating and reviewing and all of those great things. The first word in this episode is Doppler, capital D-O-P-P-L-E-R, adjective from 1905, of relating to being or utilizing a shift in frequency in accordance with the Doppler effect, also of or relating to Doppler radar. Uh, Well, I guess we'll just have to go on to the next two words so you can learn more about this. So, the sound effect is going to be... Doppler effect is next, capital D, two words. Noun from 1905. Surprising, it's the same year. Oh, this is a long definition. A change in the frequency with which waves, as of sound or light from a given source reach an observer when the source and the observer are in motion with respect to each other so that the frequency increases or decreases according to the speed at which the distance is decreasing or increasing. And of course, the the easiest example, the one that we are most familiar with as humans here on Earth, is when a car horn or a siren, a car, a, 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 a police siren, fire engine siren, something is coming towards you, and the pitch sounds like it goes up as it gets closer, and then as it passes you, then the pitch goes down. So it's like, well, you know what, I'll just put in some audio of a real example. Oh, that was... That was a very good example, Spencer. So yes, it goes, and then it goes down as it passes you. Um, so it, the pitch doesn't actually change, but in relation to you, because they're far away, and then they are closer and close, and they're right next to you, and then they get far away again, the, the, the sound, yeah, it's so hard to describe. The sound waves are coming at you, but because they're far away, they sound lower because the waves have gotten longer, I believe, so they are pitched lower down, and then as they get next to you, they get to be the correct, uh, they they haven't traveled as far of a distance, so they haven't changed, and then again, they go away from you. So this, uh, this happens with light too, um, I... Don't know if I could describe this very well, but essentially it's the same idea. The waves of light, as they're when they're further away, they're longer waves, which I think are on like the red shift side, shifted to the red side. Uh, you'll hear red shift, blue shift. Uh, yeah, so I'll put a link in the show notes so you can learn more about that. And this is from the person Christian or Christian J. Doppler, who was probably the one who was able to put a whole bunch of like math and formulas and stuff to this thing that people probably were aware of, at least with sound potentially, but nobody had ever like been like, hey, this is this is the thing. And I know why this is happening. <laughs> Doppler radar is next. Two words, capital D, noun from 1954. 
a radar system that utilizes the Doppler effect for measuring velocity. So that would be like the speed of something. I think maybe they use this for weather prediction. How fast is a weather system approaching? And then, yeah, somehow they're able to use the Doppler effect. I guess maybe do like they send a signal out into space and then see how fast it comes back. Or I don't know. Somehow they're using the Doppler effect with frequencies probably light frequencies to figure out how fast a thing is going. I don't know anything about that. That's where my brain is like, what? How? Yeah. Again, show links, links in the show notes for these things. That was a terrible one. The next word is Dorado. D-O-R-A-D-O. Dorado. Noun from 1604, the synonym is mahi-mahi, which I think is a fish. So is a dorado just a fish? Uh, This is a Spanish word from the verb dorar, which means to gild, G-I-L-D, from the Latin verb, how do you say this word, deaurare? There's three vowels in a row. D-E-A-U-R-A-R-E. Deaurare. Uh, that is from de plus aurum, which means gold. And there's more at the word aureus. Deaurare. That's a fun word to say. So that's probably something about turning something into gold or something like that. Gilding. I don't really know what gilding means, but I think it's related to like metals and golds and stuff. But, uh, ooh, maybe, I I might have to look this up. Maybe this uh, Dorado fish looks like gold. Maybe it's shiny. I don't know of another mahi-mahi thing, so that's all I can think of. I'm also moving my head past the microphone to enhance the Doppler effect sound. The next word is do-rag. D-O hyphen R-A-G, noun from 1984. I feel like I have seen other spellings of this, um, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe D-U. Let's just do a quick look, see if we're going to see. Uh, let's see. D-U-R-A. Because um, I feel like the maybe sometimes it's spelled with a U, and maybe it's not always a G at the end. Um, Well, I don't see it here, but maybe sometimes people spell it that way. Do-rag. It is a kerchief, or a kerchief, worn especially to cover the hair. And that's that's very vague. I mean, yes, if you just cover your hair, it's a do-rag. That's what it is. Um, Who wears this? Why do they wear it? Uh, There's a lot of... of, um, Topics. A lot of a lot of people might wear this uh, for various reasons. It is from the number two or the second form of the word "do," uh, and then in parentheses it says "hairdo." So that's and then it's just it's like a rag. It's put you're putting a rag on your do on your hairdo. So that's why it's called a do rag. Uh, yeah, there's not that much to it. Uh, Maybe we'll post a a picture on social media if you want to see. I think most people are pretty aware of this, though. But, uh, yeah, Uh, maybe I'll post uh, multiple pictures so you can see multiple types of people wearing a do-rag. 
I have never worn a do-rag. I don't see any reason why I would, uh, and I don't think I ever will. That's, um, I think it's a pretty cultural thing. Yeah. The next word is, hmm, I think you just pronounce it Dorcas. Uh, not the Dorcas that I would think of. This is spelled capital D-O-R-C-A-S, noun from 1553. It is a Christian woman of New Testament times who made clothing for the poor. So it's one woman, I guess. Uh, This is from the Greek name Dorcas with a K instead of a C. So I guess it was just one woman named Dorcas uh, who made clothes for the poor. She was a very good Christian woman or just a good woman who happened to be Christian. Um, Let's see. Yeah, when I think of Dorcas, I think of... uh, well, we're, we're going to come up to the word dork, and sometimes people will add like an O-S or U-S to dork to be dorkus, but this is not that at all. Uh, and there, this is a very good person who's making clothes for the poor, so uh, maybe we'll put a link in the show notes if there's more information about dorkus. The next word is Dorian with a capital D. Noun from 1662, a member of the ancient Hellenic race that completed the overthrow of the Mycenaean civilization and settled especially in the Peloponnesos and Crete. Peloponnesos and Crete. Okay, lots of of big words. Uh, Dorian is also an adjective. So, let's see, Hellenic race with a capital H. Uh, Were those the people who were from Helen of Troy, maybe? I think this is all Greek in Greece. Uh, They overthrew the Mycenaean... How do you say this word? Mycenaean. I think that might be it. M-Y-C-E-N-A-E-A-N. The Mycenaean civilization... And then they settled on uh, Crete, which I think might be an island, and maybe this other one is an island, P-E-L-O-P-O-N-N-I-S-O-S, Peloponnesos, 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 that sounds right to me, but I don't know. Okay, where does this word come from, this Dorian group of people, uh, from the Latin Dorius, which means of Doris? from the Greek Dorios or Doris, and that is a region of ancient Greece. So that is where this group of people lived, and then they moved. So they can't be Dorian anymore. Next is Doric, with a capital D, and it ends in a C. First form adjective from 1569, you can also pronounce it Doric. Doric or Doric? One, of, relating to, or characteristic of the Dorians. Two, belonging to the oldest and simplest Greek architectural order. And then it says to see the order illustration, which we will learn about long, long time from now. Three, of, relating to, or constituting Doric. 
that might be the next one. Uh, but yes, I think this is all basically everything about the uh, the Dorian people, their architecture, stuff like that. <laughs> the second form of Doric, noun from 1602, a dialect of ancient Greek spoken especially in the, oh, here's that word again, Peloponnesos, Crete, Sicily, and Southern Italy. Southern Italy is not Greece, but it's so close that maybe there is some crossover between Italian and Greek. Uh, yeah, so just in that area, in the Mediterranean Sea, in some parts of it, uh, they, are, they are speaking a dialect of ancient Greek called Doric. Not to be t- confused with Dork, D-O-R-K. This is very much what I am. Noun from 1967. It is slang. The synonym is nerd, N-E-R-D, a word that I wear with pride. Uh, but also, and this one is a little confusing, the 4A definition for the word jerk there's a lot of these words, these sort of slang words, maybe all, not always the nicest words. Uh, there's a lot of these words that um, I guess technically they're similar, but in my brain, I they don't connect at all. Like jerk and dork are two totally different things to me. But maybe in the 60s or the 70s, um, you could use them more interchangeably. I think of a jerk as someone who's just not nice, but a dork... I think of as somebody who is more dorky. That doesn't help. Um, nerdy, uh, smart, maybe not the most uh, socially, maybe a little socially inept, um, but not a mean person. Probably a very nice person, actually. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't see dork and jerk being the same thing. Uh, this is perhaps an alternative of the word dick. Like, maybe you're acting like a dick. You're not being very nice. That one seems more like jerk to me. So maybe that's maybe how they're related. Hmm. Wow. Next is dorky with a Y. Adjective from circa 1970. Also slang. It means foolishly stupid. The synonym is clueless. Uh, So dorky. Again, yeah, not exactly how I think of this word. Um, Foolishly stupid. Yeah, I don't really think of a dork or somebody who's dorky as being stupid or foolish or clueless. Maybe in certain contexts they might be a little clueless, but yeah, I don't know. Also, I am dorky. I mean, come on. I'm reading the dictionary for a podcast. I mean, how dorky can you get? Dorkiness is a noun. Wow. Dorm is next. D-O-R-M. Noun from 1900. This synonym is dormitory, which will be the first word in the next episode. Wow. These are all Doppler sounds. The next word is dormancy. Noun from 1789. The quality or state of being dormant which is very sleepy. I want to be dormant right now. Let's talk about that word. Um, Can we do like a snore in a Doppler effect? 
<laughs> there we go. Dormant, adjective from circa 1500, one. There's a lot of these. One, represented on a coat of arms in a line position with the head on the forepaws. I feel like we need to post a picture of this. This dormant thing. What is being represented? Well, if you're lying down, you're dormant. You're sleeping. Is it the forepaws? Is it like a lion who is sleeping? It could be. It could be. So we got to find a picture of something lying down with the head on the forepaws on a coat of arms. Two. Marked by a suspension of activity as to a temporarily devoid of external activity, as in a dormant volcano. Those are my favorite kinds of volcanoes. I did walk on a dormant volcano uh, in Hawaii on the island of Maui. I was on a tour with some people. We were staying at a, at a what do you call them, a hostel, and they, were, they did daily tours. And so one of the tours was going up to the top of Mount Haleakala, which is, I want to say, maybe like 10 or 11,000 feet in the air. And, uh, ooh, it's just so beautiful up there. Uh, I went up there twice, actually. The first time I saw the sunrise, which was, we were above the clouds, and watching the sunrise from above the clouds is very strange and probably the most amazing sunrise I've ever seen. Uh, but then this other time we were up there, I think we saw the sun set actually, but before that we did a real long hike on this, I think they said it was a dormant volcano. I mean, how do they know it's dormant? Because it's not doing anything. It could do something someday. It could be active eventually. But yeah, it just looked like like Mars, just what you would think, just a bunch of rocks going off. It, it didn't, it wasn't like a your typical volcano with like the crater on top or anything like that. Um, okay, more dormant, something that's a uh, suspension of activity, to be temporarily in abeyance, yet capable of being activated. There's no example for that. 3A synonyms are asleep and inactive. I am very much not dormant right now, but later today I shall be very dormant. 3B Having the faculties suspended, the synonym is sluggish. 3C, having biological activity suspended as, now we have even more sub-sub definitions, 3C1, being in a state of suspended animation. Uh, I know that there are some animals that will do this anyway, like I think frogs or something, they can like, and other animals, they can put themselves in suspended animation. Uh, but uh, humans, we can't quite do this yet. Maybe someday we'll be able to cryogenically freeze ourselves and be dormant for many hundreds or thousands of years. 3C2. So this is all under uh, biolog- biological activity is suspended. 3C2, not actively growing but protected from the environment. Uh, and the example is bud scales. The scales of the bud are protected from the environment, but they're not actively growing. Uh, yeah, this is talking about plant parts. So I guess they can be dormant. And finally, number four, associated with, carried out, or applied during a period of dormancy, 
as in dormant grafting. Hmm. What are we grafting? Is this plants grafting uh, fruit trees together or grafting something else? The only other grafting I can think of is grafting skin onto yourself from another part of yourself. But I think it's more probably the plants. A synonym for the whole thing is the word latent. It's like slow and late and delayed. The etymology, this is a Middle English word. It means fixed or stationary. From the Anglo-French verb dormir, which means to sleep. From the Latin verb dormire, which is akin, I think that also means to sleep. It is akin to the Sanskrit word drati, which means he sleeps. So it's all about sleeping. Uh, Many animals like bears, they will go dormant. They will go hibernate for the winter. Uh, Okay, next. Dormer, D-O-R-M-E-R, noun from 1592. A window set vertically in a structure projecting through a sloping roof. Also, the roofed structure, the roofed structure containing such a window is also called the dormer. Dormered is an adjective. There is a picture of a dormer. So yes, you got your standard sloped roof, and then out from the roof, uh, perpendicular, is another mini roof, another mini small tiny sloped roof, and under that are some windows, three vertical windows. So the windows are called the dormer, the structure, the mini roof is also called the dormer, and uh, yeah, it's just, a, it's just a nice architectural thing. Gives you a little extra space in that room uh, for where the windows are. This is from Middle English, dormeur, which means dormitory. Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, here's our last word. Dormy, D-O-R-M-I-E, or you can spell it with a Y. Adjective from 1847. Being ahead by as many holes in golf as remain to be played in match play. Hmm. Okay, so as a weird way to say what I think it means, which is if you're ahead of your opponent by five, five points, five numbers, and you have five holes left to play. Being ahead by as many holes in golf as remain to be played in match play. So yeah, you're playing against somebody. You got five holes left, and you are ahead of them by five. So you maybe you've got negative five, and they're at zero. They're at par. So you're you're in a dormy situation. You're dormy, and uh, you know it means like oh well if you um, if they get a birdie on all of them and you get a par, then you tie. Or if you bogey each of them and and they they stay par, then you'll tie. I don't know. It's an interesting situation to be in, I guess. The origin is unknown. It's probably Scottish. All right, let's pick a word of the episode. First, we have to reread the words. We had Doppler, Doppler effect, Doppler radar, Dorado, Durag, Dorcas, Dorian, Doric, Doric, Dork, Dorky, Dorm, Dormancy, Dormant, Dormer, and Dormy. I think I just have to pick Dorky as the word of the episode because Spencer is really dorky today and 
every day of his life. He's the dorkiest dorkus in the world of dorks. He's not, but he's close. All right, this is the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening to this show, and please tell your friends, your other dorky friends. Uh, This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.